You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number eight of the Savvy Social Podcast. Now, today's guest is Samantha Mabe, and we're talking all about how to optimize your website for social media. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about Samantha. Uh, Samantha Mabe is the owner and designer at Lemon and the Sea, which is a strategic website design studio. She helps the creative small business owner who is passionate about serving her clients to stand out as an expert, find more dream clients, increase visibility, and be in control of her website so she can grow her business and spend more time doing what she loves. Samantha is also the host of Process to Profitability, a podcast about the tools and strategies entrepreneurs use to grow their businesses and serve their clients. Samantha is a Pittsburgh native, now living in Richmond, Virginia, where she spends her days designing websites and interviewing amazing women, and her evenings watching Netflix with her husband and their dog, Gambit the Wishy. (laughs) I love dogs. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your dog's name. But anyways, in this episode, we talk about the importance of building a website that's actionable, how to encourage people to follow you on social using your website, and the value of deepening your online connections with real-life ones. So, so important. Um, All right, I'm really excited about this interview, so let's dive right in. Hey, Samantha, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited you're here. I want to talk about all things social media, and I know that you host um, your podcast too, so we may talk a little bit about that as well. Um, But just to kick us off, um, tell me how you got started in social media for your business. What was the first platform you signed up for and why? Really, the first platform that I used was Facebook because I was already there. I remember when I signed up for Facebook, it was still back when you had to have friends that went Mm -hmm. to your school. Um, And when I learned about online businesses, I got into a lot of the Facebook groups that were really popular at the time. And I used it mostly for learning from other people and then slowly tried to figure out like social media marketing and really putting myself out there on Facebook specifically, and then in the groups to build connections and relationships. I love that. Tell me more about the Facebook groups, because I know they're such a great tool for business owners when they're just starting out. Um, It's a great way to connect with people. So how did you know which groups to join? At first, I just joined anything that I had heard about. So if I had listened to somebody's podcast or read their blog and they had a Facebook group, that was where I went to kind of connect with people because they were running online businesses, helping other business owners. And over time I ended up in like tons and tons of Facebook groups, but I learned that it wasn't healthy for me to be in all of them just because Mm -hmm. it was overwhelming. There was a lot of drama in some of them. And so Over time, I've really left some groups. I figured out which ones align with my way of using social media and the people that I want to connect with. And so that's been really helpful for me is I'll join a group for a while. I'll see how it goes. And if I don't like it, then I will 
leave it so that I am not seeing it pop up in my newsfeed and just having it drain me. I like that. I think that it's important to test things out when you're starting out with business. You know, if someone says Facebook groups works for them, it doesn't mean join all the groups and do all the things because that will, like you said, be overwhelming and easily burn you out. Um, So it definitely makes sense to pick and choose and, you know, start off with a few, test them out, see what works, keep doing what works, and then ditch the things that don't. Yes. Um, So talk to me about... um, how you got to where you are today um, with your business and social media. So I started my business just over three years ago. And at the time, I didn't really know that online business was a thing. And that's where I got into the Facebook groups. And I learned a lot from those. And I built some connections with people really early on. And then as my business grew, and it just kind of shifted directions, I used all of the different social media platforms. So for a while, I was really active on Twitter. I did a lot of Twitter chats, and that Mm -hmm. was really helpful to build relationships and um, just get to know people. Mm -hmm. And now, as I have really figured out my focus in website design specifically and figured out that I love working for other small business owners, Mm -hmm. I know that Instagram is the place where they're at, and that's where I can really connect with them and share what I do. And because that is such a visual platform, I have the ability to share imagery that I am working on too. Yeah, I love that. You can basically showcase what you're doing in a really organic way. Yes. Um, So tell me about Instagram. What are some big wins that you've had um, over the course of your business and your growth that have really um, helped you um, either get clients through social media or just have, you know, a positive interaction through social? I don't know that I've gotten any clients that have said they originally found me on Instagram, but I know that there are a lot of people that I've worked with or I've started building relationships with in other places that follow me there and learn about what I'm doing and can kind of come to know and trust what I am working on there because they can see it and I can share stories, I can share behind the scenes stuff. So it's been a great platform for all of that. And I've also been able to kind of build connections from the Instagram side of things where we're all online and then I meet people in person and, you know, we kind of already know a little bit about each other and that's Mm -hmm. a really cool connection to have and to realize that, oh my goodness, this person that I've been following and watching also knows me and my work and has been following me. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. Um, I went to this networking event lately um, and um, I met someone. And I was like, I feel like I've met you before. And then we just found out we've been Facebook friends for a while. Like <laughs> we thought we'd already met, but it, we didn't think we did. So social media kind of gives us that extra level of connection because we can actually connect with people before we meet them and start building relationships that way. So tell me about your plan for social media. Um, I know that you're pretty consistent about what you do. So walk us through that process. How do you create content and how do you make sure everything kind of stays on track? Well, I have struggled with this for a long time and I blame it on being an introvert, but I think really social media is just not my favorite place to put out content. Mm -hmm. And so I have had to sit down um, as a website designer. Like I don't take my own photographs. So I've found places where I can get stock images and create images so that I have all that ready to go. 
I have it, you know, just a whole library of images to share. And then I brainstorm ideas for captions for all of the different platforms so that as ideas come up, I'm keeping track of them. And mm -hmm. then it's really easy to go in and share those with people. And I have someone who helps me with social media, just with hashtags and all of that complicated stuff that mm -hmm. is just not my jam. So she helps me figure out what the best things are to use for that sort of thing mm -hmm. so that we're really connecting with the right people. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about this person that you have helping you with social media. Um, I'm always interested in that just selfishly because that's what I do. Um, so I'm always encouraging people, you know, get help if you're stuck. Don't try to figure it out yourself. So what was the turning point for you for hiring someone to help you with things like what hashtag to use? I realized that social media was a big platform for me to be sharing on and it just it was always on my to-do list. Every month I would sit down and I would say, okay, I have to plan out a month worth of posts. I at least need to get the images up so that they go out and I've got some stuff ready to go because I am not good at last minute posting. Um, but every month I would sit down and I just couldn't get the ideas out. And if it wasn't already scheduled, then I wasn't posting. And I knew that that was hurting my business because I, I wasn't being consistent. And so I decided to hire somebody who could just help me get there to take all of my ideas and all of my stuff and just make sure that it actually got out into the world in front of the right people. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. So she helps you with um, actually creating the content as well as the hashtags. Yeah, she she does. She'll take everything that I've written and just make sure that you know, read through it, make sure there's no spelling errors, which is mm -hmm. a huge deal for me, and make sure that it actually gets posted. Um, but I'm still the one that's writing all of the content in just kind of a document that we share. So she's not making stuff up for me. I'm writing it. And that was really important for me because I wanted to feel like I was sharing my voice and genuinely uh, connecting with people. And I just needed the person to make sure that it actually got out into the world. I love that. Yeah, there's so many different ways you can work with someone on social media. And being that your business is you, um, you need that personality reflected accurately. Um, so that really works well for you. Um, so tell me a little bit about the types of content that you post on social media. I know you mentioned to me that you like to use some stock images and um, you talked about scheduling. So we get into that. But let's talk about the images first. Um, what's your process? as a designer to create um, content for social media because it's a lot different than, you know, creating a website, for instance. Yeah. I have a couple of stock library subscriptions that I will go into every once in a while and just see what's up to date and find things that fit my brand colors and aesthetic, and I'll pull those out. I've also had a couple of brand photo shoots, so I have headshots that I can share. Um, so I mix those. And then I really try, and I always need to be better about including images of my work on social media. And so what I've learned to do there is when we're getting ready to launch a website, I will go through and I'll make those images for my clients. And then I have them for me to use too. And I kind of just intersperse all of those things um, as well as some of the values that I have in my business that are on my website already. And I thought I might as well just make some graphics to share these with people because I've got the content. 
Um, so we're really using a combination of some text, some stock images, headshots, and then stuff with my work on it. I love that. Really balanced, too, because it's important um, not to post things that are just promotion, promotion, promotion all the time, you know, just have uh, a nice balance of content, which it sounds like you have. Um, so tell me a little bit about scheduling. You mentioned that you, you work on your content a month at a time. What does that process look like? I know you have someone helping you write it, but do you use a scheduling tool? How do you get it out there? Yes. So we, I will do all of my brainstorming and kind of writing stuff out in a Google Doc. I'll pull in quotes from posts that I've written and from my guides that I send to my clients or conversations that I've had. I'll just keep all of that in kind of a running list. And then when I go to schedule, what, what I'll do is I'll pull from the bank of images that I've created and I'll look at the captions that I have. And I will just go in and I use later for scheduling. So I put it all in there. I include the captions in all of that. So all I have to do is just make sure that it goes live. Um, and that's worked really well because I can set it up separately for, and I do that for Instagram for later. In Facebook, we actually schedule it in Facebook itself because I've been told that that works better. Facebook likes it when you use their platform. Um, but I'm kind of using similar content. So I'm not having to come up with brand new stuff for every platform. We're mm -hmm. repurposing stuff. And that was a big lesson that I had to learn was I don't have to come up with totally separate things for every platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that is another overwhelming thing. It's like if you have to think about something different for Instagram and then something different for Facebook and then something different for Twitter, you're going to be writing social media content for your whole day instead of actually working. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, some of your um, growth on social media. Um, how do you grow your accounts? What do you do to connect with um, people, whether it's ind individuals who are in the same space as you or potential clients? I'm lucky in that a lot of my potential clients are also the people in the business space that I am following along with. And so I really like to just engage with them, um, comment on pictures, answer back to their comments. And a lot of times I find myself either scrolling or watching stories. And I try to make myself, instead of just looking at images, like actually leave a comment or actually send them a message to say hi, because otherwise I'm just mindlessly on there. Um, so I've tried to make that a big priority is just actually reaching out to people instead of looking at all of their images and kind of hiding behind the screen. Yeah, yeah, I know that you mentioned you're an introvert. And I find that too, like, <laughs> if I, I have to be really intentional about starting conversations with people and networking, otherwise, it's really easy to just slip into the scrolling habit, like just scrolling and liking and not actually like, having like chatting with people and talking and connecting and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. And because my potential clients are also the people that I'm following on social media and that I'm meeting at these networking events, it's really easy for me to kind of continue the relationship online and offline. And we're actually getting to know each other in different ways. And then they feel like a real friend and it makes it a whole lot easier to reach out and just tell somebody that the kitten that they got was really cute because I already know them. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're combining in-person networking and virtual networking, which is like a match made in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So tell me about um, the process with your clients. Like I know that you really help them create websites that showcase their passion and serving their clients and help helping them stand out as an expert and all that great stuff. Um, when you design their website, what are some things that are important to have to make sure that it's friendly for social media? Yeah, I am big on making sure that your website is actually working for your business. So taking the time to figure out what that's going to look like. And what is tempting is to take like a homepage, for example, and to put absolutely everything on there you know, links to every single blog post and every service that you offer and everything that you do. But what you have to do is really narrow in on what your audience wants to see and what's going to help them connect with you. And so usually what I tell people is I don't link to social media on the homepage as much as I do on the contact page or the about page where they're getting in touch with you. Mm -hmm. And that's just like the links to your social media. You know, some great places to have that is in your website footer, because if people have already scrolled that far down, they want to find a way to connect with you. It's great to have in a blog sidebar because that's where you're letting people get to know you, but you want to keep them on your website as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So it's this tricky balance between getting the followers on social, but also keeping people on your website so that they actually take the action steps that you want them to take. Yeah, yeah, that's so important. I mean, something simple like having the the links in the footer is so powerful. Um, I can't tell you how many times I go to uh, somebody's website and I'm like, I want to connect with them on social media, but I can't find out how. <laughs> yeah, and the footer is a pretty standard place to put them. So if you can't find it anywhere else, we kind of know to scroll down there and you should see them. And that's where if they're not there, then people are like, oh, well, now I don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, So what about specific posts like blog posts and that sort of thing? I know there's so many different tools for um, having social media share buttons, that sort of thing. Are there anything in particular that you use for your clients? I don't use anything as far as extra tools. My biggest suggestion is to create content that people want to share and then make it easy for them to do that. So a lot of the websites that I design are on Squarespace and they already have some of that built in, which is really nice. And otherwise create images that are Pinterest friendly and, you know, make sure you've enabled the pin it button. That's really simple to do to just give them an image they can pin, make it simple for them to do that. And then what you can do is like the caption or the title of your image is what carries over into Pinterest when they go ahead and do that. So make sure that that actually describes your blog post instead of just being, you know, the image name from your camera that's IMG0324. Yeah. (laughs) Make it really simple for them to share your content. Um, Most of us don't share other people's content on things like Instagram, but when you want them to be able to share it to Pinterest and Facebook pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Making it as easy as possible, that's the key, because if it's not easy, then they'll probably not do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Samantha. Before we wrap up, how uh, tell us, how can we find you or connect with you online? 
So I am online at lemonandthesea.com. And then my social media is all at Lemon and the Sea. It's a pretty unique name. So I got all of the handles to match. Um, and then my podcast is Process to Profitability. Yes, I love that. Check out the podcast, you guys, Process to po- Profitability. I'll have the link to that and um, the website and all the social media in the show notes of this episode. Um, before we wrap up, one last tip about your podcast and sharing it on social media. Do you have any tips? And I'm asking this like totally selfishly, but <laughs> I do think that some of our audience members can find some um, insight from whatever you share as well. For my podcast, I kind of do the same thing I do for my website designs. I create graphics for each episode with a headshot from the person that I interviewed or with my headshot if it was a solo show, and I send it to whoever it is. And then um, so I'm encouraging them to share. And then on my own platform, I have it scheduled to go out with the description, and I make sure to tag the person that I interviewed. Um, And I do that on my personal like Instagram post, I do it on stories. And then I have an Instagram for the podcast that really is just podcast episodes that I also share it there. I love that. So a separate Instagram just for the podcast. You can really dig deep there. I like that. Awesome. Well, thanks Samantha for sharing so much today. It was lovely to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks so much to Samantha for taking the time to share so many awesome nuggets with us this week. Now, if you love the podcast, make sure to join our online community. It's free on Facebook. Just search for the Savvy Social Crew, or you can type in SavvySocialCrew.com and it'll redirect you to that Facebook group. We continue the conversation there all about social media. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I'll see you next week.